the podcast. Good morning. Good morning, Juanita. You have a smile on your face. Why did you go shopping? I did go shopping. <laughs> How did you know? I'm glowing, is it? That is the that is the I went shopping smile. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas shopping. It was really nice. Um, we you want to get presents? No, not not presents yet. Oh. But Christmas deco. Oh, how? Yeah. how? But actually, th- surprisingly, there weren't a lot of options. You know. Oh, uh, how were the malls decked out? Were they already in full Christmas no, uh, decor? Yeah, not really. Oh I, dear. I think the most uh, decked out place was this coffee, famous coffee <laughs> shop that has the toffee nut, you know, we can't oh. mention. But um, yeah, there weren't many options. What were you looking for specifically though? Just a lot of balls. <laughs> <laughs> you, went, you went shopping for Christmas balls. Yeah, you know the ornaments. Quite true also, like, because the Christmas tree, most of the time the decoration is just colourful balls, right? Yeah, so and there's either red, gold, uh, silver, um, but there weren't many options. I thought there would be like, you know, really decked out shiny, gigantic ornaments, but there weren't. But, you know, I got what I needed and okay. the tree is still pretty. I think I am more disappointed at the fact that the malls weren't like decked out in their own Christmas decor because usually malls, they they, they are really into the festive spirit one, no, right? Yeah. I remember one time, Christmas and Chinese New Year were really close together. Mm-hmm. The malls went crazy. <laughs> Dude, no, seriously, there was like Santa Claus and Choi San Yeh standing <laughs> side by side. Just two fat people confusing everyone. <laughs> One was going Choi San To, Choi San To. The other was ho, 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 ho. Everyone was confused, man. Fly FM. So our health ministry has issued a warning. There's been a cholera outbreak in Salango. I'm not laughing at cholera, but yeah. Um, the last we heard of this was in Sabah last year mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so the things we know about cholera is that it's only contagious through fecal matter so it's mm-hmm. unlikely that we can catch it from another person unless we swim in their poop water <laughs> now, okay? unless we swim in their poop water yes yes and it survives in salt water so you want to be careful which okay. part of the ocean that you're swimming in Oh, if you go camping, what you're saying is if you go camping, if someone upstream maybe Poops does in the water. something. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. You have to be careful about such things. This yeah. one is uh, it's not contagious from person to person in the sense no. that like it's not airborne or you Correct. can't. All right. Correct. So it's not as, you know, it's not like COVID lah. Yeah, um, that's, that's good. We have to drink water that's filtered um, and are boiled. All right. And food that's thoroughly cooked. So don't eat raw food for a while. Uh, I'm a big fan of raw food. Nah. Yeah, I know. You like your sushi, right? I love sushi. I love sashimi. I mm. love, you know, like uh, tata. <laughs> 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 okay, never mind. Hey, no, but this is a problem. So, you know, who cares what we like? I think right now is a time where our personal choices once again needs to be put aside for the sake of the community. Yes. I like, I like how the fact that, you know, they are saying, you know, you got to be vigilant with cholera and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. Malaysians, right? Sometimes we think we are being vigilant and then we lapse. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, so my example would be: I think I'm being vigilant when I see cutlery on the table. I will take and I will wipe it with, let's say, a wet wipe. Yeah. To like kononya clean it lah, sanitize it. Yeah. And then I I forget for a while and put it on the table. <laughs> <laughs> so what? My, my wife will like. You just took the cutlery, you wiped it with wet wipes, kononya sanitize <laughs> the cutlery, and you put the cutlery back on the table. Yeah. See, you know how much germs are on the table? Put on the floor lah. She's like. <laughs> Take and put in the toilet Go go to the toilet Scrape the floor And then go and eat <laughs> like, Yeah so like your mean. wife lah <laughs> Fly FM It's almost like Malaysian mandate To be able to eat With your hands Meaning it's like The law lah Okay If you're wow. Malaysian Especially when it comes To eating banana leaf What's crazy Is that Douglas Does not know How to eat with his hands 
I know how to eat with my hands when it comes to things like pizza or or burgers. So you mean you know how to use your hands? Yes. But you don't actually know how to eat with your I hands. I don't know how to eat rice with it. So it's very <laughs> okay. embarrassing when we go for banana leaf and yes. I'll be one of the few uh, dum-dums with the fork and spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Why haven't you ever learned? I don't know lah. I just found it was difficult. I prefer to use the fork and spoon anyway when it comes to rice. I know my father-in-law, yeah. uh, he would say things like, Douglas, you got to learn to eat with hands, you know, because it just tastes better when you eat with hands. I'm like, how is that even logically possible? Like, unless you brought some special ingredient with your hands to the table, like maybe you were handling curry leaves or something like that before that, and then you show up and eat with your hands, then maybe they'll add the flavor. Like, otherwise, it makes no sense. What? It does, because when you eat with fork and spoon, you get the metal taste from the fork and spoon. When you eat with your hands, you taste the food purely for what it is. When you eat with oh, if eat with fork and spoon can taste metal, then yes. eat with your hands, you taste flesh, like, isn't it? What kind of nonsense <laughs> logic is that? No, no, I understand the whole thing about eating with fork and spoon uh, now. Maybe it will be a lot less appetizing because you know we yeah. we have to clean the fork and spoon mouth. So we stay, we take it, we will spray the sanitizer a bit, so the food becomes less appetizing and more sanitizing. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it is more natural though to eat with your hands. I think it's like primitive. It's how we learn to eat. Yeah, how we started maybe. So yeah. it's hardwired. So maybe. Maybe eating with hands is going to make it more appetizing anyway. Yeah. I will agree for the most part uh, <laughs> because soup leh. <laughs> I think the first person who ever tried eating soup with hands like got properly scalded. <laughs> and he was like, I demand that we invent spoons. <laughs> Who drinks soup with spoon? You drink from the bowl. What are you, a Chinese taukes? <laughs> Blame my grandma, okay? Fly FM. So the Malacca State elections are happening and leading up to yeah. this. The political parties were not allowed to campaign. Oh yeah, the very strict SOPs this time around because, you know, the, the pandemic and everything and the yeah. last time they happened in Sabah, yeah. you know, like all hell broke loose. <laughs> so we're being very careful with the Malacca elections. Exactly. They especially were not allowed to wear bajus with the party logos because that could attract, you know, big crowds, mm-hmm. which is personally, I think, Quite fair. Right. So far, 16 compounds amounting to <laughs> 198,000 ringgit have been issued to political parties for breaching SOPs. No, I think if they've breached SOPs, find them terus terang, be fair about this. Yeah. I mean, don't regardless of their political alignment, yeah. uh, the rules are the rules. And as leaders, as future leaders, as politicians, you got to be seen to be obeying them. Lah. Yeah, exactly. But these guys, wow, massive, man. They're doing house-to-house campaigning, mm. holding <laughs> meetings in small rooms, nicely public broadcasting to masses. Are they trying to like like circumvent the system though? Like I'm reading somewhere that they are not allowed to campaign at makan shops in large groups. Yes, correct. Which, which makes total sense, right? Yeah. So apparently how they've tried to outsmart the system <laughs> is by saying, no, we're not campaigning. We just so happened to be eating here. <laughs> so cheeky, right? But this has happened before, even during MCO. I remember there was one time during the uh, Hari Raya celebrations. Yeah. Do you remember the SOP was no open house and you cannot have like, I think more than, uh, was it 10 people in the house at the same yeah. time? Yeah. And one particular leader, not naming names lah, uh, there was a photo of him celebrating with like, I think 14, 15 of his relatives huh. in the house. And so everybody was like, hey, I thought no open house, what? Yeah. Cannot have people simply come to your house and be there for the Raya celebrations yeah. <laughs> and the way this guy circumvented the entire thing was like no no they, we all live here <laughs> <laughs> like when did they move in uh, yesterday <laughs> like tiba-tiba only you know Fly F M. 
So the Malacca state elections have been a really blast to follow. <laughs> Parties have tried every possible way to campaign, including gathering in a makan shop, like as if they could say, you know, we're not campaigning, we're just marketing together. <laughs> yeah, itulah. <laughs> trying to outsmart the system. Um, but I've also tried to outsmart the system. This is very surprising, you know, because my impression of you is you were a good girl who went to school, studied hard, got good grades, huh. and then only started going downward in terms of the moral aspect. <laughs> No, no, it started I, from that itself. No, you started early. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the story? How and why were you trying to outsmart a school system? Well, I did not like class. So what we used to do, me and two other friends, was we would um, help out the penolong hem. Penolong? Or uh, hal ehwal murid. Yes, correct. Like penolong hem. We used to go and help the teacher out, go to his office, okay. ask him if he would need help with any paperwork or anything. And then he'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, come and help. So we could use this as an excuse, you know, if the teacher asks, why weren't you in class? We say, oh, we were just with the PK hem. Right. Because, because he's he like second the to the head, headmaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a ranking. Yes, correct. And he's in charge of hal ehwal murid. Yes. So if you were like helping him do work, if he could legitimize the fact that you were actually skipping class with three recalcitrants, but, I can't believe you guys did hal, that. Bro. Out of curiosity, did this PK Hem sir um, have a nice face? Was he pleasing to the eyes? No, he was. He was all right. He had a nice. He had nice mustache. So you three <laughs> girls were just basically there oogling lah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hmm, PK Hem ni handsome lah. <laughs> yeah. Fly FM. So the Malacca state elections have been a blast to follow. Parties have tried every possible way to campaign, including gathering at a makan shop, like as if to say we're not campaigning, we're just makaning together, trying to outsmart the system. Yeah. I talked about how I tried to outsmart the system, but we want to know from you how you have done it. Liz! Hi! I have tried to outsmart the system before, uh-huh. and I think it worked a bit lah. So <laughs> okay. I bought a green screen uh, during MCO. Why Why okay. did you buy a green screen? I bought it because I wanted to use it for my Zoom meeting. Oh. Just for fun. Yeah. So every time when you have to work from home, la, you use the green screen? Yes. Yeah, so what? I just put my house la, at the back. Oh. <laughs> so you put a picture of your house on the green screen. Okay. Yes. The background, nice, nice. Okay. Yeah. So, but there was this one time my father asked me to go memancing and it clashed with my work. La. Okay. Okay. So I tried to like outsmart the people at my working place. Uh-huh. So I was there outside munching, um, but in the green screen I put the I put I put my house at the back. You brought your green screen out to munching with your dad <laughs> and superimpose your house on the green screen. Yes. So did this trick work? Uh, it worked at first, but mm. then eventually it started raining. Oh, no. So the people at my work were asking, "What happened, lah? What happened to your house? Why is your house leaking?" Yeah. So I'm like, uh, "Sorry, lah. Uh, my house always like this. So I have to go now. <laughs> Goodbye." <laughs> <laughs> Fly FM. So the Malacca state elections have been a blast to follow. Parties have been trying every possible way to campaign, including gathering in a makan shop. Like as if to say, we're not campaigning, we're just makaning together, trying to outsmart the system. Our question to you is, have you tried to outsmart the system? Dixon. Hey, hey, hey. I, yeah, I have a story. So I have a friend back in college. Right. We used to go to like, the clubs all the time. Oh, the good old days. Eh? The good old days, yeah. <laughs> and he used to win money by playing his game. Oi. Right? 
So you know guys lah, you know like, like you you know act macho and all that. Oh, so yeah. he'd go to the club So each guy would challenge each other So we'd hit each other's knuckles And until the one person gives up They would lose And you had to pay the other guy who so, wins Okay wait Chop 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 Wanita how, how do you hit each other's knuckles? Like you whack them or like how? Yeah you just whack each other But just the knuckles like hitting each other's knuckles Is so this like a game you guys invented? Or it's memang a thing among guys? It's you know guys like to this is like guy stuff you know just act you know strong you know in front of people and so it's like you you fist bump each other but you fist bump hard lah basically right that's right it's like a okay. super strong yeah, fist this. bump seen you've this. seen this yeah, yeah, yeah. and and one person eventually after five six seven times backs off lah because I I can imagine just fist bumping myself and it's painful wait I'm trying now ah it's very painful <laughs> I just, yes sorry it is and so your friend would go there and challenge people and he would always win is that what you're saying. Yeah, okay. How always win? Like he beat like six, seven guys in a row, and all these guys are like you know hurting and they're bleeding, but he's oh. like fine. So I went up to him after. I was like, you know, bro, like what's your secret? Like how do you keep winning? You know, and then he's like, he's actually Superman. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he told me like, oh, he actually had, he had an accident uh, a while ago, and he lost like his feelings and his knuckles, so, like the nerves, like kind of like don't work there anymore. What? Wow, he he. Not only is he a cheater, he's an OKU cheater. <laughs> it's terrible. But you guys want all the money, lah. That's right, want all the money. Yeah, okay, lah. I think. Fly FM. So TikTok, together with K-pop Radar, have released some statistics ahead of their K-pop conference that they're mm-hmm. doing. Malaysia ranks number ten country most obsessed with K-pop content on TikTok. Number ten in the world. <laughs> number ten in the world. Hey, yes. we are a small country, and you know this is an incredible yeah. achievement. <laughs> no, what I like about this is how K-pop is genuinely accepted around the world. Like it's mm-hmm. a proper global phenomenon. Yeah, man. You know, like last love. time, if we had any famous Asian people, they were actually American. <laughs> it's so embarrassing, right? Like you know, Michael Chang, you know, Asian tennis player, actually right. American. Bruce Lee also actually American. You know, right? Uh, but because that was how it was back then. Yeah. So now it's so amazing that proper like Asian people, lah. You yeah. know, Koreans born and bred in Korea mm-hmm. made their music in Korea. Performance, yeah. you know the the whole the whole package all done in Korea and exported to all around the world, and they are accepted. I think K-pop, all the best to you. I salute you. I congratulate you. You have definitely entered uh, pop culture in the strongest possible way. Wow, you really know your stuff about K-pop. Huh? Oh, how you like that? I like it very much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Douglas, I'm going to quiz you on you some uh, K-pop culture. <laughs> so Actually, no, that was my standard answer to people. Okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's quiz you, okay? But we'll keep it simple. Okay. I'm going to give you a few names. Mm. Let's see if you can guess which is a K-pop group and which is a random phone app. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for those of you who are genuine K-pop fans, please don't angry. Ah. It doesn't mean that I do not like your group. It's just that I maybe don't know about them. <laughs> Okay. okay, first right. one, Gut Seven. Uh, Gut Seven is not a group. They are a group. Okay, sorry, sorry, Gut Seven. <laughs> Dark Sky. Uh, uh yes, 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 a group. Dark Sky is a phone app. Two <laughs> <laughs> so nil, man. All right, Momoland. Uh, not a group. Is a group, man. Wow, being wrong three times is unforgivable, ah. <laughs> uh. A tease. Uh, not a group. They are a group. PUBG Mobile. Uh, okay, this is a game lah. It's not a group. <laughs> Itzy. Uh, yes, it's a group. Super M. Yes, a group. Weekly. Not a group. That's a newspaper. 
Weekly is a group. It's a group. Oh no! <laughs> so sorry, Weekly. Fly F M. So hikers are very used to wild animals like snakes, mm. monkeys. You know, we're told to stay away from them. Yeah. But on a hike trail called Wawasan Puchong Hill lives a very friendly boar. <laughs> so friendly boar. Okay, uh, a like wild boar. A wild boar. Yeah. It's not a friendly boar. Like someone really boring, but who's very friendly. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? A yeah. wild boar who's friendly. A wild boar. So this wild boar was apparently abandoned by its family. So mm. people have kind of taken it in, fed it, which is why it's incredibly. Friendly with humans It's like our real life Pumba How cute right <laughs> Wild boars I don't know much about them yeah. uh, But I know two things like, Number one They're usually Incredibly ferocious Yes And number two They make delicious curry oh. uh, That's what I've heard like, I've not heard Wild boar eaten Any other way Apart from wild boar curry yeah. However This wild boar Is you're saying Not ferocious Like it'll come And like you know yeah. Eat like normally uh, Yeah so someone Someone feeds it mm-hmm. um, Raw chicken Alright, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. correct And they've named it Kajol <laughs> I don't know why Kajol Okay, uh, I hope Kajol doesn't get offended But I think, you know, like, I think Kajol won't be offended Because she's a mature person, you know, yeah. Anita Won't be easily offended by shenanigans like this I sense a little passive-aggressiveness <laughs> But this is like completely out of the topic Yeah, no, but so cute lah, this boy I, I, I like it when animals sometimes give us like a surprise when uh-huh. they start behaving not like what they're supposed to behave. It, like, it shocks us and it makes us feel warm inside. <laughs> yes, you had a cat dog. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that next. Fly FM. You mentioned just now I've got uh, yeah, a cat dog. You it, do have a cat dog. You had a cat well, dog. Well, I had one. Uh, unfortunately, he, he passed on already, Rascal. Uh, so they were the best of friends, right? A cat and a dog. They used to oh. live outside uh, my house. Uh, the cat's name is Mishka. Uh, he's like he's a really like a gangster cat, and then his best friend uh, Rascal, this this dog, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then they were best friends and they would play together and they would eat together and everything. And one yeah. day I caught Rascal, the dog, behaving like Mishka the cat. Dogs usually will sit on the floor, they will lie down on the floor. Cats are yeah. the ones that will go to high places and do it. Yeah, Rascal was sitting on the satria. <laughs> <laughs> like it's such a weird thing Neighbours were shocked Because they would walk past You expect to see a cat Sitting on a car That's normal You don't expect to see a dog And Rascal's not a small dog You know How did he, he get up? I don't know He followed Mishka like he, was, he jumped on the bonnet From the bonnet He jumped to the roof oh, So both wow. of them were sitting Like very proud Two, two best <laughs> friends Sitting nicely on the satria And not only that right uh, Rascal would start to do Other cat-like things as well Like chase birds <laughs> And then This was one thing that happened That we had to stop it really like, Because Rascal was starting to exhibit A lot of cat behaviour There was one time He uh, <laughs> he let a weird sound He was trying to mew What? Yeah dogs Dogs cannot mew like. They just don't have the, the voice box for it It sounded very bad like, You mean meow M- Mew <laughs> Cats mew Really? Yes I've only heard cats meow like, That's meow. Asian cat Asian oh. cat will do meow The, the Maksana cat will do meow Oh meow, wow like this, this is uh, something new That we learned about yeah. Douglas He mews <laughs> <laughs> But we had to finally Put a stop to it You know why? Because uh, one day uh, We found that Rascal had uh, Took a dump In the cat litter oh. <laughs> And I was like No bad Rascal <laughs> You cannot do this In the cat litter You must do it in the garden <laughs> Fly FM. There's a super friendly wild boar on a hike trail called Wawasan Puchung Hill named Kajol. So cute. It's like a real life pumba. But it's why we're asking you, have you ever come across an animal that doesn't behave like it's supposed to? Sean. Well, I didn't have it, but my friend.
and this was during one of the World Cups. Okay. This fish was a fan of football. Like, every time the game started, the fish would swim to the corner where the TV is. Are you sure this is not a coincidence? Uh, maybe the fish no. is drawn to bright light That's or something? Why? No, because the moment the whistle blows for the halftime, uh-huh. they will swim like normal, go around the aquarium. <laughs> then when the game starts again, the, the, the fish will just go there and swim. So we decided, uh, me and some friends decided, since it was World Cup season, we thought, okay, maybe this fish knows more than we think it does. <laughs> so we thought this. We got some pictures of the flags of the countries that are playing in the World Cup. Oh, dear. So before the game starts, we put the, a flag on either side of the aquarium and the fish would swim. Like he, 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 It's not like he would swim in just a simple direction. He would look at both flags. <laughs> I don't even know if it was a he fish yet, but the fish would look at both flags <laughs> and then decide to go to one particular this, flag and just stare at it. So this fish uh-huh. is psychic as well. Huh. But did it, did it, it work? It, okay, from what we calculated, it was 80% of the time, this fish was correct. Hey, this is very high, you know, these odds. Because like even like expert stockbrokers usually get the stock right about 50% of the time. Only. This fish got it right 80% of the time. Yeah, it was so good that after a while, you know, news broke out amongst our friends. Before the game starts, there'll be a bunch of motorcycles in front of my friend's house. <laughs> oh, everybody will be coming over. You know, we thought we, you know, we could we could charge like cover charge or something for people to come in and see this fish in action. But it was brilliant. This, this, this we do, but the fish died really, unfortunately. Poor uh. thing, lah. Okay, uh, rest in peace to the fish for the fish that brought in more spectators than the football itself. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually heard of animals like this uh-huh. because uh, I think in two World Cups ago, there was an octopus who could yes. predict the winner as well. Yes. See, the amount of pressure we're putting on these animals is ridiculous, you know. <laughs> First, we assume, we assume uh, this animal understands football. <laughs> number two, we assume this animal is psychic. And number three, that this animal knows what each country's flag looks like. Even <laughs> I don't know which country's flag looks like. Fly FM. Hi. Nakib, you found yeah. a wife thanks to social media. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> sort of? How yeah. did the whole thing happen? Can you just tell us a story? Yeah, uh, initially, uh, I just played with a software that could make presentations through your phone with a friend. Lah. Okay. Then, yeah, then it got viral but apparently at that time my current wife <laughs> didn't notice the viral tweet so we uh, she works in the same world as me mm-hmm. my friend brought her uh, to have a meal together she told her that I was viral and everything then uh, we just had a laugh then afterwards we just clicked on uh, going out together and everything lah Oh, Dr. Nakib, Dr. Nakib, do you believe yeah. her when she says, oh, she didn't know you were viral? Because I know a lot of women will play that card. Or no, they know exactly who you are. They, <laughs> right, Juanita? They know who you are. They know what you've done. But they're like, eh, tak tahu lah siapa ni. I don't know. I don't know. Like, Do you believe like she really didn't know? Uh, to be honest, I really do believe her because uh, she isn't on Twitter that much. Ah. Uh, so, uh, uh, based on the... Uh, the tone of the story during that time she really didn't know who I was at that time <laughs> right so it wasn't your writing that got her la. it was the fact that you were yeah. viral <laughs> well actually uh, because of the viral tweet at least it, it, it became a conversation piece for us la. how long after did you propose to her uh, we started talking and getting to know each other in I'm guessing November last year wow okay uh, yeah then uh, initially we just went out as friends la. Then after a while of uh, trying this and that, eventually I I mustered up the courage to uh, propose and engage to her in April. 
Oh then wow! Then we planned the whole wedding. Yeah, that's like six months. <laughs> yeah, uh, because initially we wanted to get married earlier because of uh, PKT. Yeah, we had to postpone the wedding lah because oh. she's the only child. So uh, the the family wants a wedding like a proper wedding for her. Yeah, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, but talking about mm-hmm. the PKP, I've actually got a personal question I want to ask you. Ooh, okay, that question next. Fly F. So a doctor busy during the pandemic got lonely so he put a post out on Twitter it went viral that he was looking for a wife and he actually got married we're speaking to Dr Nakib right now I know we are talking about you uh, Dr Nakib and your wife uh, in this conversation but I would like to just squeeze in uh, a little inquiry from me here lah and I would like to ask this directly to a doctor how bad was the situation in hospitals while we were deep in the pandemic uh for the initial wave was okay mm-hmm. then after the the huge wave in May and June the hospital was like very cramped up with covid patients lah mm-hmm. but now um I'm currently working in the emergency department mm-hmm. right. initially we had seven zones of covid Uh, currently, we have only uh, one or two zones of COVID only. Uh, that's a significant improvement, like, actually. Right. Okay. Mm. Back to your love life. <laughs> <laughs> Which is far more interesting. <laughs> what made you want to do the presentation? Like, was dating hard during the pandemic? Was that why you wanted to, like, you know, put up a presentation on Twitter and look for a wife there? Uh, actually, at that time, uh, I wasn't uh, really looking for a commitment kind of thing. Lah. Oh. Mm. We just uh, yeah we we just uh, me and my friend was just having fun with the with the slide. Actually, my friend did one uh, with the same thing as me, <laughs> but he didn't got viral. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a, a stroke of luck for me that it got viral. <laughs> okay, so your pro tip is to get a partner go viral. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Dr. Nakib. All right, thank you very much. Fly FM. So there was an epic proposal at an Adele concert recently. She performed a one night only. Mm-hmm. This guy brought his girlfriend out on stage blindfolded. It was amazing. In case you haven't seen it, here's a little bit of what happened. I need every single person to be really bloody quiet. All right. Will you marry me, little Ashley? In real, in real life. Yeah. Yes. Hello, Ashley. Hi. Thank God you said yes, because I didn't know who I was going to have to sing this song to next. You or him? Oh my God! Look at her; she's so in shock. <laughs> oh, that was lovely. A little cry. Okay. Right here we go. This is for you too. She sang them an epic love song too. After that, so sweet, Alice Adele. But does it mean that uh, they also get a discount if she were to perform at the wedding? <laughs> right, because she's, she's I hope so. She's kind of responsible for the proposal going right, right? <laughs> Lucky it went okay, you know. Imagine if the girl said no, uh-huh. because a lot of Adele's songs are sad songs. That's <laughs> like, true. Like breakup songs, stuff like that. Right. If the girl said no, Adele step aside, man. The guy is going to take over the mic and it's going to be the guy's concert because he just <laughs> grabbed the mic and then like. Never mind, I'll find someone like you. I wish that you go and die. You. <laughs> <laughs> But after two weeks, ah, uh, surely he will regret. And then new song already, like. 
Hello, it's me. <laughs> Come back lah, please. This is the Douglas Slim and Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on Fly FM.